Okay, Steve Seabolt back with the AuthorSpeakerPodcast.org. O-R-G. Remember to subscribe to authorspeakerpodcast.org. We'll send you an email every week with the new episode so you don't miss an episode. Last week I started talking about, I'm going to call it part one of the personal pension. I got into some background and I went too far probably with it, but I wanted to give you some, some idea of the context of where the bodies are buried and why people make the mistake of not doing this. They're not, not watching the money as an author speaker. It's a creative business. It's a lot of fun. I'm like you. I like the creative, um, but you can't leave the money to someone else. It's crazy. you got to pay attention to the money. If you don't, it'll go right through your fingers. And believe me, I don't care how much you make. It can go through your fingers really easily. And I talked about that last week. So I want to I do part two here to talk about this personal pension. Okay, there's, there's, there's a few ways to do this, but you got to set it up yourself. That, now, you should work with a financial professional to do this. Okay, don't, unless you're a financial person, don't do this yourself. But I want you to guide the process. And I want you to have enough information to guide the process. All right, and here's what I recommend. Buy a permanent life insurance <clears throat> contract, okay? Uh, get permanent life insurance. So, right, there's two kinds. If you're not familiar, there's two kinds of insurance. There's temporary insurance, which people call term insurance, which lasts for a term, a temporary. I had, we had four of these, my wife and I, um, uh, over the years, and they were, I forget the number, a million dollars. I think one, two were a million dollars, and the other two were $2 million, something like that. The, the face value isn't that important. It's based on what you need or what you cover in case you, you die. Okay, but term is term is good, and the other that that's that's one type of life insurance. The other type of life insurance is permanent life insurance, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. I won't get into term because it's this is not about insurance. This is about your personal pension, so I'll just talk about that. Uh, permanent life insurance is insurance you won't you won't outlive. Okay, it's a permanent policy. The only way you can cancel is if you don't pay the premium. Okay, so don't make that mistake. Pay the premium, but this is not about the death benefit. Although that is that is an important uh, you know part of permanent insurance. This is more about using a permanent life insurance contract or policy to create your own personal pension. And here's how you do it. It's really simple and it's really smart. And almost no one knows this. It's not that it's not out there. They just don't know it. And the people that know it, a lot of people don't do it. It's crazy. It's like one of the greatest financial opportunities ever. And the average person can do it and they don't. I, I've never understood that. But anyway, here's how you do it, okay? So let's say you decide you need a million-dollar life insurance contract. Okay, maybe it's half a million. It doesn't matter. It's based on you need to talk to an insurance professional, okay? And they'll guide you on what kind of death benefit you need. Let's just say it's a million dollars, okay? So you have a million-dollar contract. And what you do is, and I'll tell you exactly what mine is, I have two $1 million contracts, okay? And so so if I die, there's a million dollars. If my wife dies, there's a million dollars in terms of death benefits. So that's one thing, but that's not why we're talking about doing it. You have to have a permanent policy to do this. So the death benefit's part of it, and that's part of what you're going to pay for. But what you do is you overfund. You put more money into the contract every month than the cost of the actual insurance, Okay, you follow me? You're overfunding the contract. So, for example, let's say the cost of insurance is $200 a month. It could be anything. It depends on a lot of factors. Again, talk to an insurance professional. Don't try to do this yourself. Okay? But they'll walk you through the details. I, I won't do that now. But, but um, so let's say it's $200 a month. 
All right, so the $200 a month is the cost, the actual cost of, the, of what it costs to give you that protection, that million-dollar protection. Let's say it's going to be more if it's a million dollars, but let's just say it's $200 a month, all right? And so that gives you that protection. That's your umbrella. That's the actual cost of insurance that you have to pay. Everything over that $200 number is overfunding it. You're putting more money in the contract than the cost of the actual insurance. Where does that money go? It goes in the contract. Here's the beauty. Here's the beautiful part. It grows tax-free because money in an insurance contract cannot be taxed by the IRS in the United States. Now, if you're outside the United States, this does not apply. Okay, so, so I apologize. If you're outside, I should have said that before. If you're outside the U.S., this does not apply. Now, you probably have some kind of system in your country that's similar. Okay, I just don't know the tax system outside the U.S., so, so sorry about that if you're outside the U.S. But check on it. Go to an insurance person wherever you live, you know, if you're in Canada, the U.K. or Australia or wherever, um, and find out. It, tell them about this and then find out if you can do something like this because this is pure genius. It's beautiful. Okay, so the, that extra money that you overfund the contract with cannot be taxed by the IRS. It grows tax-free through compound interest. Okay, mine grew, was growing right now. My two are growing, our two, I should say, are growing at 10.88% average in the last um, two, uh, three years. 10.88%. Compounding monthly. Okay, we are sticking tens of thousands of dollars in these contracts every year. Okay, so and they're compounding monthly and they cannot be taxed. So the money just keeps compounding with interest. But here's, here's the holy grail right here. Okay, wait for it because this is going to blow your mind. Down the road, when you take that money out, let's say it's 20 years from now. Let's say it's 30 years or 40 years from now, depending on your age. The money comes out tax-free. They can't touch it. So if it's a million dollars, it comes out tax. You get a check for a million dollars. If it's two million, it's two million. Whatever the number is, you get all of it, every single penny. Let's go back and contrast that with the most popular product, retirement product in the United States, which is the 401k. Not a great product. It's a very mass middle class product. The reason we have it is because the average person will not save money unless you force them. Damn near force them. I mean, you almost have to force, it's like force feeding an animal because they die if you don't. It's, it's incredible, but it is the way it is. So uh, the government set this up this way so, so the average person has some kind of retirement. So 401k. So like I wrote a book with the number one 401k expert, the guy that has more 401ks under management than anyone in the country. And we wrote a book together. And, uh, and I, you know, I talked to him, but I won't say his name because you can find out his name if you researched it because I have a book with him. But um, I won't say his name because I didn't ask him permission to say this. But, you know, we talked when he was down here at the mansion. Uh, we spent some time together down here at the mansion and, you know, talking about it. And I asked him about it. And uh, before one case, he says, you know, it's not a great product. It's an okay product. He goes, but, you know, it's for the masses. It is what it is. If they don't have anything else, how are they going to live, you know, on retirement? They're not going to save money on their own. You almost have to force them. And so he said, so it's good for that. But no, it's not a great product. This is a phenomenal product when I'm talking about. This is, this is a retirement program on steroids. And I'll tell you exactly why. No, this is not a mystery. Not complicated. Okay, so follow me. Stay with me here. Okay, don't, don't let me lose you now because this could change your financial life. And I, I don't mean that in any kind of you know, hyperbolic sense. I mean, this is a big deal. 
let's say you have $500,000 in your 401k when you retire, okay? And then you start taking distributions. That money is taxed at full blast. Whatever your tax rate you're paying, if you're paying 40%, you're getting, you just lost 40% of your 401k. If it's 50, if it's down the road, do you think taxes are going to go up or down the next you know, 10, 20 years? They're going to go up. Are you kidding me? I don't care if you're Democrat, Independent, Republican. All these clowns spend way too much money. It's ridiculous. And you know, the only money the government gets is ours. They're not great fiscally. They all claim to be great. Oh, I know. You know, Democrats want to pay for everything. The Republicans want to, you know, are, are catering to the rich. And they all spend too much money. They're all full of crap. They all spend too much. And they spend our money. And they spend it on crazy stuff. And okay, I won't go down that road. But that's, you know, I think, I don't think you'd argue with that. So taxes most likely are going up. That's the point. So let's say it's 50% when you get out, you get your 401k out. Let's call it a million dollars. Let's let's do a, a, a decent number. So let's say you're ready to retire. You got a million dollars in your 401k and you go, hey, I got a million bucks coming and I'm going to go sit on the beach in Costa Rica, you know, down on the Pacific coast. Uh, and I'm going to stay at the Ritz Carlton for a while. Maybe I'll spend a couple years there and go to my million dollar 401k and watch the... Watch the fish go by and do a little fishing on the Pacific coast there in Costa Rica. It's very nice down there. And uh, just enjoy the sun and enjoy my success. Well, guess what? You're not going to have enough money because as soon as that 401k comes out, you're getting hit with a 50% cut. The government's going to take 50% because you can tax, fully tax a 401k. And they do. So you got half a million instead of a million. You just lost 500 grand. All that money you worked for, the government gets half. It's not a great product. But to the, to the contrary, okay, with this, this personal pension, they call it the rich man's bank sometimes, okay, this, this insurance overfunding strategy, all right, you overfund it, let's say you overfund it, it grows tax-free, compounding monthly. Now, if you don't understand compound interest, I won't go into it now, but most people don't understand it, it's insane what compound, compound interest is what makes people rich. It's what keeps rich people rich. It makes the rich richer. And... On the other side of it, it makes the poor and the middle class poor because they're paying compound interest because they're in debt, while the rich are collecting compound interest. I hope you caught that. It's a big deal. Most people don't. They don't teach it in schools. It's unfortunate, but that's the way it works. It's very simple, actually, but very profound in its effect. So if you have, so this product is growing, this overfunding you're putting in. Okay, now you can only, the government will only let you overfund an insurance contract to some degree. And once it, it's too much money, it's called a mech. And I won't get into the whole technical part. Let, talk to an insurance professional and say, explain what a mech is and how that works and overfunding and ask them the strategy. And be, if they're good, they'll be very familiar with it. And most insurance people are good. They know what they're doing. So ask them to explain it to you and how it works. So the money that you overfund grows tax-free, compounds monthly, and then guess what? It comes out tax-free. If you got a million bucks in, you get a million bucks out. You just saved yourself. If it's the same thing with a 401k, you just saved yourself half a million dollars. 50%. Now you can go to Costa Rica. <laughs> the Ritz-Carlton's a little pricey down there, so you might want to watch that. But but maybe you go to the Marriott instead. That's nice, too. <laughs> and so, uh, so you, you got twice as much money. And that's why this is a great... There's other strategies, but I call this the personal pension. And it's a great strategy, especially for people like us that are creatives, that are authors, speakers, maybe coaching, stuff like that, that we you know in our space where we don't have pensions. We have to take care of our own money or we'll end up broke or we'll end up working until we're 95 years old. If we, even if we, you know, we don't want to work, we probably will, but maybe we don't or we can't because we're sick. Now, just to, to put another benefit on this overfunded insurance contract, okay, 
I'll, I'll give you I'll give you just another benefit to it, which is huge. But it but well, I'll just give you the benefit. If you set it up right, and if you work with a good insurance person, they'll know how to do it. You can attach a long-term care policy to this permanent contract for pennies on the dollar. Okay? Now, if you've ever looked into long-term care, you know how people go broke mostly in the United States? They get sick. I don't care how much money you have. Well, I mean, I suppose if you're Elon Musk and you get sick, you'd probably be fine. But if you're the average millionaire and you get sick, you could lose your whole fortune. It's pretty easy. I mean, look at what it costs to be in the hospital. I had a friend that got sick with COVID. I was sick with COVID twice, but he really got sick. He was in the hospital for 90 days. Came out with a $2 million bill. Now he's doing GoFundMe to try to pay it. $2 million bucks. You know, he wasn't making, I don't think he was making that much money. I'm not really sure, but $2 million bucks. That's a big hit. I mean, that's a big hit for anyone. You know, and that's just, and that's, that's not his fault. He got sick. That was his big crime. He got sick, you know, but he lives in a country that does not value healthcare, obviously by their actions. You know, the United States, we just don't have a value for healthcare. People get sick. You're on your own, man. Good luck. And now he's got to try to make up something that was not his fault. And it's terrible, but that's the way it is. Bottom line, you know, I mentioned Costa Rica. Costa Rica has got a far better health system than the United States and it's pennies on the dollar. Okay. I won't get off on that. But anyway, point of it is, is that, is that, um, the long-term care policy, if you've ever looked into standalone long-term care, it's really, really expensive. My brother's had it. My oldest brother's had it for 40 plus years and I don't know what he's paid into it, but I'll bet it's, he's a really wealthy guy. So I'm sure you know he's fine with it, but it costs him a lot of money. And, and luckily they, him and his wife have been very, very, they're almost 70 and they're really, really healthy, which is great. Uh, but I, I don't even know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to ask him how much he's paid into it. I'm sure it's a, it's tens of thousands of dollars. Um, it's really expensive stuff. That's why most people don't buy it. 8% of people, just to give you an idea in America, in the United States, 8% of people have long-term care. 8%. About 70%, according to the Insurance Association, about 70% of us will need it. 8% of us have it. Why? Too expensive. Too expensive for the average person. I looked into it years ago. My brother got it uh, You know, a few years. I got married about 10 years after he did. And we looked into it. We just couldn't afford it. There was just no way. You know, just so pricey. And they can raise prices on that stuff like you would not believe. Like they can go up. I think the law is they can go up like 30 or 40% in a year without even notifying you. That's a big, a big hit to take, especially if you're on a fixed income. So anyway, this long-term care, and I won't go into the details of this because this is like an insurance discussion. That's not really the point, but, but you want to make sure you protect your money that you made writing these books and giving these speeches and maybe even coaching. You want to protect your money. If you don't, no one's going to do it for you. Believe me, they'll take everything you have and they won't think twice about it. They being anyone in the government, mostly. You know, they'll put you on the street and I don't care how much work you did, how many lives you changed. You know, you're broke, you're broke. They don't care. It's not their job. It's yours and mine. So make sure you take care of it. And one of the ways you protect yourself is against the biggest threat all of us have in America, getting to our money, getting sick. So you, so you attach a long-term care rider, they call it, which is like an addendum to a contract, like a speaking contract. You know, it's an addendum. It's a rider, whatever. And uh, you attach it to a long-term care policy, and it's pennies on the dollar. And it's just amazing. I, to give you an idea of how cheap this is, I'm 57 years old right now. I have $500,000 in long-term care, and it costs me roughly $560 a year, a year for half a million dollars in, in long-term care. I mean, that's, that's so cheap. 
It's almost unbelievable. It's because it's a ride around an insurance contract, and almost no one does this. No one even knows it. Now, insurance people know it, but a lot of them don't even sell it. And so you want to make sure you get set up for this. Make sure That's why permanent life insurance is so important. People go, oh, I don't want to talk about insurance. No one is going to take care of you unless you take care of yourself financially. Why do all this work and then suffer you know, with no money at the end of your career? It's stupid. It'll, you guys... They have a speaker's benefit fund at National Speakers Association, okay, for speakers that go broke, and they can't even hardly fund the damn thing because so many speakers go broke at the end because they don't save their money. They don't know what to do with their money, and maybe they get sick like I'm talking about. You can protect yourself from that. You don't want to be in the old folks' speaker's home, which they talked about building years ago. They never built it as far as I know, but you know, they're going to have like an old folks' home for speakers that couldn't afford to, to live. And I mean, geez, I mean, really? Is that how you want to end up? Live your last you know years? I mean, it's terrible. So take care of yourself. Do it right. You know, there's a way to do this. This is not rocket science. Okay. If you don't know what to do and you're paralyzed, um, text Dawn, my wife, and she'll direct you to someone that can help you with this because we know a lot of people in the insurance industry. It's one of our big, uh, it's one of our markets is the financial industry. I've, I've spoken to the, mostly the pharmaceutical and financial. So we know all the, you know, presidents, mostly the presidents of the big insurance companies out there that we've worked with and financial carriers and, you know, lots of people because we've been doing a long time. So we can point you to the right people. She'll point you her, her, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I'll just give you her, I'll, I'll give you her, uh, uh, ooh, I'm probably gonna get in trouble here. Oh, let me let me give you. I'll give you her email address. Okay, <laughs> she'll shoot me if I give you her phone number. Let me give you her email address. Her email address is dawn d a w n at s s n co dot com s s n c o dot com like company dawn at s s n co dot com. Just email dawn. Say you heard about this. I talked about this on the podcast because she's not even here right now, so she won't even know about this. I'll, I'll try to remember to tell her, but. And just say, I talked about this personal pension contract on the uh, pod, the author speaker podcast. Can you give me, can you point me in the right direction? And she'll just get you to a professional person that can help set this up because it's got to be set up the right way. Uh, otherwise, you're going to overpay. And I won't get into that because there's a lot of details and it's not, I don't want to get into that. That's not the purpose of the podcast. But I want you to get set up financially so you don't end up broke like so many speakers do. Most of them do, you guys. They end up broke and they're successful. They made a lot of money. You can make a lot of money, but it's not what you make. You've heard this before. It's what you keep. So be smart, be savvy, be prudent, and take care of yourself and your family. You know, because you're gonna you're gonna want to live your 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 uh, you know your sunset years and and retirement years in dignity. You know, and have fun and enjoy your success and all. Even if you're still working, you know, and you don't want to have to worry about it if you get sick. It's it's foolish. So you take care of it now, so you don't have to worry about it later. And with that, I'll let it go. So email Don if you need help. If you, if you have an insurance person, go talk to them. They'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. And tell them you want the long-term care rider and you want the, uh, the personal pension. You want to overfund an insurance contract and just, you start with that. And if they're a good insurance person, they probably are. Uh, if you trust them, uh, make sure you trust them and they're good and they've been in the business for a little while. So they know how to structure the thing. Cause these contracts have to be structured a certain way. So, because if, if you got an insurance person, that's not reliable, they'll structure it. So they make the most commission and you won't even know it because it's, it's really easy to do that. If you're an insurance person, uh, most of them are credible and they won't do it, but some will. So make sure you trust the insurance person. If you don't, just email Dawn. She'll point you toward a person in your area or whatever, and they'll get it set up for you. Okay. But the bottom line is just take care of it. Take care of yourself. Okay. So with that, I know it's not the fun, most fun topic to talk about in the speaking writing business, but it is 
very, very, very important. So please take care of yourself in this business because no one else is going to do it unless you do. All right. Okay. So with that, thank you for listening and watching the Author Speaker Podcast. I'm Steve Siebold. See you next time.